hey you guys it's angie and thank you for tuning back into sincerely angie this is episode number four i hope that you have been enjoying them thus far i am going to title this episode dear entrepreneur my best friend anitra is stopping by and she is an entrepreneur so she's the best person to give us her experience with being um, a nine-to-fiver as well as someone who has started her own business. She has been in business for herself for about seven years now, probably more, and I have been a nine-to-fiver. So we are both going to speak from our perspectives and give our opinions. I hope that you all enjoy and stay tuned. Okay, so today we are going to talk about entrepreneurship and I'm here with my best friend, Anitra May, and she is like head entrepreneur. She she does it all. So Anitra, introduce yourself. Hi, I am Anitra Page. Like Angie May said, I'm an entrepreneur. I am a chef by trade. I am a realtor, a brand new realtor. And so those are two very different businesses, but they are both customer service driven. And uh, you have been a chef for? I have been a chef professionally now for about, I would say about seven years. Yeah, I think it's 2001, right? Yeah, it's been about seven years. And, but I've been doing it forever. I've been doing it forever, but professionally it's been about seven years. And the name of my company is The Taylor Chef. And it's named after my one and only daughter, Taylor. And she is the motivation behind every business. That's a blessing. She's a little cutie. That's your twin. Oh my gosh. And you are um, showing her how to be an entrepreneur. She is right there by your side every step of the way. Absolutely. I always ask her, what's the golden rule? Well, at least one of them. And she always says, if you don't work, you don't eat. I want to teach her a really good work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you work for yourself. Yes, of course, it's important if you work for others. And that's telling. But I think that if you work for yourself, there's nobody else to pick up the slack. There is... Um, Nobody else that's going to be affected, whether it's adversely or positively, if you don't do the work. So I want to teach her that. I definitely hope, no matter what field she goes into, that she is going to be an entrepreneur. And she she's a uh, she's a great listener. Like she is always all ears. She Absolutely. looks at you in your face when you're talking. She pays attention to your demeanor. Yeah. So I know that she's gonna take heed and she's gonna be a, a mini you when she grows up. I believe that. I hope so. I hope that she's a hundred percent better than me. But I definitely hope the things that I really try to instill in her that she follows those things. I think she will. I think she will. If she gets anything from you, I think she will. Honestly. I hope so. We know she gets anything from me, so. <laughs> I hope everything else comes together. Oh, goodness. So you said that you think that um, people should be entrepreneurs and um, that it's okay to have a nine-to-five, but how do you yourself feel about nine-to-fives? <laughs> and okay, I'm asking so. this question because I know how she <laughs> feels about it. I just love to see her get so... Uh, Okay, let me give you the perfect example. The other night, um, a fellow realtor, uh, she has her own brokerage. 
uh, she had an event. She just, she's had her brokerage for a while, but it was the grand opening of her office. And so I went to the event and one of her agents, a guy, his wife was there. And so we started a conversation and uh, I asked her if she was an agent as well. And she said, I got my license, but it was just because of my husband. She said, but you know, that's not something I could really see myself doing. So I said, why? And she said, but everybody who's not an entrepreneur says, I count on that money every two weeks. I need that paycheck every two weeks. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like, of course, we're all humans like it. You need money to to live. But I always pose the question of this. If you lose that job, then what? Mm -hmm. What are you going to fall back on? Because most people... Um, and we all know it, if it's our friends, our family, whomever, most people don't have enough saved up to live off of for a year. Some people say six months, but sometimes it's hard to find a job, especially depending on the industry that you're in. So if you lose that job, you lose your income, and for some people, you lose your identity, then what? What do you have? What are you going to fall back on? Are you going to go in... You have to put in countless applications. You have to go to countless interviews. And then you sit in these interviews and wait for a job. And you are basically telling this person, whomever is interviewing you, that your worth is determined by what they say. Be it your income, the position you have, uh, the time you work. Everything that you are worth is based on what they say. So it drives me crazy when people say that. It absolutely does. And I'm not knocking a nine to five because entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Not at all. It is not for the faint of heart, but I do believe that there is a little bit of an entrepreneur in everybody. Everybody has something that they can do. Like I said, if you, even if it's just a little side hustle or side business, so if you do lose your job, you don't completely lose your right. total income. Mm -hmm. You have something coming in, something that you can do. I just think that even with any entrepreneur, you should never put all of your eggs in one basket, but you definitely shouldn't do it with uh, a nine to five. Because if you lose that job, you get laid off, they shut down, or something happens, you're out of luck. So yeah. Be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Okay. Um, let's say, for instance, um, a person who dropped out of high school, mm -hmm. maybe even dropped out of middle school. Mm -hmm. There are people like this. They, I know mm -hmm. that there are billionaires who did not go to high school, did not go to college, none of that. Mm -hmm. But they are still entrepreneurs. But they pay people who went to school to mm -hmm. do what they need them to do, what they can't do. So, in a in a sense, I guess my question to you is, what do you think about education and, and what's mm -hmm. the purpose of going to school as far as it relates to if you don't want to be an entrepreneur? So, I think that, now I'm not knocking education at all because no matter, if you go to college, if you don't go to college, whatever your industry is, you need education. You mm -hmm. need some sort of education to build upon. But my true honest opinion is that college is for people to work for entrepreneurs. Like you said, you, you don't need a degree to start a business. Mm -hmm. You don't need a degree to make a million dollars. 
but a smart boss, a smart entrepreneur is going to hire someone specialized in a certain area, a certain field to do it for them. Mm -hmm. Because even if it's not a person who's gone to college, you can't run a business by yourself right. and you can't run um, a successful business that's going to continuously grow uh, without people to work in those certain areas, mm -hmm. to work in those certain fields. You have to leverage your business. So I think that education is great. Um, I need educated people on my team, and I think that you can get a lot out of college besides just <laughs> besides just the education, it's the experience of it. I think that with most things, it's all about the experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that education is great. I think that if you want to go to college, go ahead. I tell my daughter. I was just about to say, what do you suggest I tell to Taylor? Taylor all the time. If you don't want to go to college, you don't have to, mm -hmm. but you have to do something. Mm -hmm. You have to get educated in something. You have to study something. You have to be specialized in something. If you want to start a business, you can't just say, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to make clothes. Okay, cool, you want to make clothes, but even if you have a natural talent for it, you need to learn the certain things, the certain steps to go into doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, as being an entrepreneur, there are some things that are going to come to you naturally. Like that hustle, it has mm -hmm. to come to you naturally. You have to be a doer. You have to get up and go even when you don't want to, but there are still things you need to learn, and there's always somebody that knows something you don't know. So mm -hmm. you need to find a way to educate yourself. If it's not college, then you need to find a mentor. You need to extern. You need to do something mm -hmm. to put yourself in that position so that you can truly be worth what you say you are. Right. <laughs> I've always, um, and I, I research a lot, I'm always looking at videos and um, listening to podcasts and stuff like that. And I, I do hear a lot of entrepreneurs who say, don't go to college. You don't need to go to college. And I feel like, what is wrong with educating yourself? Why push the narrative of you don't have to go into college that's just going to give you more debt? Debt. I think that college is a buffer between uh, a teenager or a youngster and then mm -hmm. adulthood. It kind of gives you that real-life experience. Okay, you have to figure out, if I don't have um, grants or, um, or scholarships, how am I going to get this money to pay for school? Then you have to stay up late nights and study. You, that's determination. You know, you get discipline. All of this stuff mm -hmm. comes from being in college. And I know you can get it from other places, but I'm just always, my mind is always boggled when I hear people say, you don't have to go to college or you shouldn't go to college and get into debt when they're making it about debt when it's actually beneficial to have that knowledge. Because what if you don't have employees if you're an entrepreneur? What if you have to do your own accounting, you have to do your own uh, ordering parts and calling different places and doing all, what if you have to do all of that yourself and you're not versed on how to do mm -hmm. that? So I, I don't, I think education is important just as well, mm -hmm. like you said, but I also believe that they shouldn't make it out of a debt thingy, like, oh, if you go to college, you're just going to be in debt because you get so much more out of that. What you get from college is priceless. And it's not for everybody because I've seen people um, cheat their way through college. Mm -hmm. Like somebody in, in one of my classes, they ask for answers and everything all day long. It's like, what are you even here for? You're not um, taking this information in. So I just, I thought, I always think that's interesting um, 
how entrepreneurs, some entrepreneurs, I should say, mm -hmm. will say, don't go to school. I made it. You don't have to do that route. If I can do it without college, you can do it without college. And I, I don't think you should just, someone should just impose their views on mm -hmm. everybody and say, oh, well, I did it. You don't have to do it. But if somebody wants to, don't shame them for doing right. it. Right. Absolutely. I definitely see it both ways. Mm -hmm. um, because I do think, like when I think about it, though, I think that college in itself is great. Mm -hmm. I think that um, the debt portion of it is absolutely horrible. It is. And like I was doing, I do a lot of research myself. I watch a lot of videos and all of that stuff. And I was looking at the income for a doctor. Mm -hmm. Not a specialized doctor, just like a, a general practitioner. And you know, you always have this me and you, I had this preconceived notion always that doctors need so much money. And not to say that $100,000, $200,000 isn't a lot of money, but I thought they needed way more than that. Mm -hmm. And then to know that your education costs the same amount, um, in that instance, because it's a doctor, I think it balances out. Mm -hmm. Because you are, your job is important, you're saving lives. Mm -hmm. But for a person who is um, an account executive or an accountant, <clears throat> there are some specialized things that you learn in college for those specific degrees. Mm -hmm. But if you're only making $60,000 a year and your education costs forty dollars to $60,000 a year, on the job training. Yeah. That training that you got, you can absolutely get somewhere else. So for me, education is not boxed into college. Mm -hmm. Like I think, I've told Taylor this, that college is definitely about the experience. If she goes to college, as much as I would miss my baby, I want her to go away, stay in a dorm for a year, really get that experience. experience yeah. you, it's all about the experience. Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, I totally, totally agree with it. But I think that People have to be real with themselves. If you're going yes. to college um, just to find a job and you don't know what you want to do, don't go to college. Yeah. If you are going to college because that's what your parents want you to do, but that's not really what you want to do, don't, don't go to college. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, if you want to be um, something like that in a specialized field, then you have to go to college. Yeah. And by all means, do that because we need great attorneys. We need great doctors. But make sure you're doing it for you yes. and not for somebody else or because it's the end thing. It's the right thing to do, even with entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Don't do it because social media makes has tricked you into <laughs> yes. thinking, oh my God, it's so easy. I'm going to wake up with a million dollars. I don't never have to do any work because a lot of people that you're seeing, you're seeing the after effects after they have hustled mm -hmm. after they were living by college students eating ramen yes. for nights because they didn't have any money because all the money they made they put it back into their business or they had a, a bad month don't be fooled don't do things just because you see other people doing it whatever it is whatever path you take in life it has to be your path mm -hmm. and you have to absolutely do it because you have it in you to do it mm -hmm. and not because little Susie is doing it or because you heard Anitra talk and she made it sound so cool and because she's like you're crazy and you're not an entrepreneur <laughs> you have to do it because that's truly what you want to yes. do and um, like you said it's not a walk in the park no. and if we talk about like 
um, like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was unknown for, I think he said, 11 years yeah. before he even became Kevin Hart, like mm -hmm. as big as he is. So it, there's work that's done under the table that Absolutely. you don't see. So tell us a little bit about what you would say a pitfall is or staying strong through the entrepreneurship hard times because it's not an overnight success. So it's hard when you are, the money's not coming in. Let's be real, like whatever your passion, your purpose, whatever it is, you need money to fund that dream and to live. So it's hard when the money isn't coming in and then you have um, people who you love, absolutely love and you value them and you value their opinion and then they tell you, you should just get a job. And it's so disheartening because it's like, yeah, it's hard, it's tough. I need the money, I want the money to come in, but the working a nine-to-five or working for somebody else truly does distract you from it, especially if you've come to a place where you've had a job, you started the business, you were making money, and then you're in a, a dark place, you're in a low place right now. That's difficult, trying to figure out, should I just quit? Mm -hmm. Should I just go and get this job? So it's hard when the money isn't coming in. It's hard when you're first starting and people don't take you seriously. Like we have this misconception that our family and our friends have to patronize our business, excuse me, that they have to patronize our business, that they have to um, support us in that manner. And the reason I say it's a misconception is because, of course, we want it, but they don't have to. Mm -hmm. And so we get in our feelings about that. We think that they should support us. So that's something that's hard. You have to get over that and realize, um, stop focusing on them. Focus on the other billion people on this planet. Mm -hmm. They don't have to support you in any way. If you have it, great. If not, moving on. Yeah. So that is hard. Um... Like I said, with getting people, your family, whomever, to take you seriously, it is hard. I can't speak for everybody, um, but I am a minority. Mm -hmm. I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. Um, that in itself is a hard thing to be at times, just in general, mm -hmm. even without the entrepreneurship hat on. But when you have it on, to get people to take you, your business seriously, and realize that she knows what she's talking about. Right. She knows her stuff. In the culinary industry, um, that's a man's game. You would think that it's culinary. People have the misconception of the woman mm -hmm. in the kitchen, but in the professional realm, it's, it's a man's, man's game. Definitely. And it's definitely a white man's game. Mm -hmm. Um... So yeah, it's hard to say, hold on, I can mm -hmm. hold my own, um, I'm educated, I went to school for that, I'm educated, I know what I'm doing, and I know how to do business within this industry as well. So there are a lot of things that can come against you, when, like I said, the money, the support, being taken seriously. That's why I always say it's not for the faint of heart. And you have to figure out something that you really, really want to do. Mm -hmm. And that that dream, that goal, that business means so much to you that you're willing to endure all the hard times mm -hmm. to get to the good times. Because it's not always going to be easy. Some nights you might go to bed hungry. Mm -hmm. 
for that dream, but you have to say, okay, it's worth it. Some nights you may come home and your lights are off, all because you have this, this dream, this goal that you are trying to get to. A lot of people won't understand it. A lot of people who have nine to fives and they get those checks every two weeks and they're like, I need that money. I have my money. I just don't understand you choosing to live like that. But I always say, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But in a year or two from now, when you still have that same job and you still making that, you know, twelve, thirteen, or two thousand dollars a month and monthly my business is pulling in two hundred thousand dollars, you might say, Damn, I would have ate them noodles for that month <laughs> to get to a position where I can make two hundred thousand dollars a month versus two hundred uh, two thousand dollars a month. And no, it's not all about the money. Yes. But Let's be really, 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 really real. Mm -hmm. We all need money, and I don't want to do work this hard. I don't want to make so many sacrifices and not be able to enjoy and truly live the life that I want to live. And a part of that is experiences, and sometimes you have to pay for an experience. Mm -hmm. You want to go swimming with the dolphins and do this and do that. You can't do that if you don't have any money. Right. So, you know, it just, it's, 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 I guess it's person based. Yes. Yeah. I was just about to say, while Anitra is an entrepreneur, I'm a nine to fiver and mm -hmm. I have no desire mm -hmm. to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, I'm not going to say I don't want to be an entrepreneur. If something comes about that I feel like, okay, I can turn this into a hustle by all means, but me working nine to fives have awarded me a life that I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I think because I don't necessarily take work home, it's not, oh, I hate my job mm -hmm. and I, I don't want to be in this place forever. I have had those moments. It, it takes growth. It takes time. Um, but I do go to work and after I leave work, I come home and I enjoy my life. Mm -hmm. I, I'm good with money, so I know how to save. You know, I know how to not, okay, if I lose this job today or tomorrow, I will be okay for six months. Everybody doesn't have that mentality. Right. Everybody doesn't look at the $200,000 like, oh, that's goals. They may look at it like that. But for some people, they don't mind working a nine to five. Mm -hmm. They don't mind, you know, they know what their schedule is going to be when you're an entrepreneur. It's 24-7 basically because, mm -hmm. I mean, you can shut it off. But as an entrepreneur, your mind is always in creative mode. You're always on, okay, what's the next product I can come out with? Or what's the next marketing um, tool I want to use? Or what's the next... Um, venture for me like what's the next thing and for some people the nine to fivers i can speak for it's just like you go to work and you go home and it's off like you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about that so it's up in the air and it's you know it's person-based i would Absolutely. say it's basically dependent dependent upon that person now there has been businesses and with social media is so prevalent now you can see mm -hmm. it where the owner of the business will post something on Instagram in their grammar. And I am a grammar police. But <laughs> there are some times and I'm like, you own a business, but you don't know the difference between two, two, and two. Or there, right, there, right, and there. Right. And it's like, wait a minute now. You know, some of that mm -hmm. is important. If I see somebody and they can barely spell, trust me, I'm, I'm going to look at you sideways. I'm mm -hmm. going to look like, well, how don't you know the difference between that? And then if you... That's a whole nother story for a whole nother thing. Okay, so my next thing I want to say was, how important do you think it is to, you know how to say, 
um, if plan A doesn't work, there are 25 other letters in the alphabet. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about focusing on plan A or versus trying the other letters in the alphabet? You know what okay. I mean? Yes. So <clears throat> I'm very, and there are not many things that I'm on the fence about, but I'm very on the fence about this. So let me give you an example or paint a picture. <laughs> Most people, I'm sure, have seen acrimony. I, I recently saw that the other night. So in acrimony, the husband, he had an idea. Brilliant idea. But initially, it wasn't working. And he stuck with this for a long time, a long, long time. Um, it eventually paid off for him. Mm -hmm. But bad move to me. You sacrificed your life. You sacrificed your wife. You sacrificed everything for this. In this instance, he should have moved on. Not given up on. Mm -hmm. Not have done that. But you should have taken... Because clearly you have a brilliant mind. You should have come up with something else mm -hmm. that was going to get you through until you could figure out what to do with this. I think that's the... The brilliant thing about being an entrepreneur, like, okay, if this isn't working, I'll do something else. Um, but I think, well, I take that back. I'm not on the fence. I'm not on the fence. And the reason I say that is because there's a, more than one way to skin a cat. Mm -hmm. So you can have plan A. And if plan A doesn't work to get to, you to where you want to be, the goal doesn't change. The destination doesn't change. Just the route. The avenue changes. So, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, go to plan B. Figure out how to get there. Go to plan C. You do it until you find something that works. You do it until you find something that works. You don't just stick with the same thing. Because what's the definition of insanity? Right. Doing the, the same thing, thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. If what you're doing isn't working, do something else. Like I said, the goal doesn't change. The destination doesn't change. You know, you just, instead of driving, you may have to fly, mm -hmm. you know, figure it out. So, yeah. That was a great um, example that you used, though, because when I watched that movie, and I'm like, this battery is not working for him. Why Why is he solely focused on this battery? He doesn't want to work. He doesn't want to do anything. He wants to spend all his money, all his time, and all of this for years on this one thing. He was an example of a person that should have wanted to die a job. Yes. You have a wife who is killing herself. You have a wife who has um, mortgaged off a paid-off house, mm -hmm. paid-off house, in order for you to fund your dream. You should have got a job, I boy. When you got home in the evening, work on this battery. On your day off, work on, on your battery. <laughs> but you need a job because you have a family. Like now, if yes. it's just you by yourself, mm -hmm. you can do different things. You can say, you know what, I'm just not. But if you have mouths to feed, yeah, that's either your either your grind is going to be so strong, so hard that if this what you really want to do ain't making money. And I mean ain't. Ain't making money. You are going to go and find something else real quick to make money for that month and then get back to it. Mm -hmm. Get back to your dream. Or you're going to get a little job. And I've been there, done that. And this, during this entrepreneurship journey, I've had jobs. Mind you, I hate them. I'm not a 9 to 5 person. <laughs> I hate working for somebody else in the environments that I have, mm -hmm. I should say. Um but if I volunteer to help somebody at work, I love those types of things. But, yeah, if you have kids, you have to figure it out. So either your grind is going to get you 
um, a paycheck for mm -hmm. the month, or you're going to have to go and get a little part-time job or something yes. in order to take care of your family. Now, let's not be stupid. You can be an entrepreneur, and sometimes you have to ease your way into things or let your business build a little bit before you do it 100%. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you have the opportunity to just go in, but you yeah. have to look at your life situation first. Let's not be crazy because right. kids have to eat, and your yes. wife is going to leave you <laughs> if you can't provide and my um and this before we change to another topic, well, still within entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. but it's something you and I talk about a lot. But there was um, um, what was I getting ready to say? Dang it! What was I about to say? <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. Well, oh, I know what I was about to say. Now, while I do not want to be an entrepreneur as far as, like, dropping what I have a nine-to-five mm -hmm. to do something, whatever it is, if I was to ever, or when I come into a lump sum of money, that'll mm -hmm. give me the freedom to be able to pursue something that I like and to fully, you know, go into the whole entrepreneurship thing. Because Lord knows, I don't want to work a nine-to-five forever. Mm -hmm. Right. That is definitely does. not what I mean when I say I'm not an entrepreneur. But I also don't want to just drop, I, I don't want to just... I, it has to be something I'm passionate about. You love to cook. You mm -hmm. love to cook, and then of course you like to, you like to talk. So you in yes. houses and selling houses and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you're you're aware, so you know that's your thing. I just have to find my thing, you know mm -hmm. that. But I also wanted to say this, and I think that we can end it off with this. You and I talk about writing it down a lot. Mm -hmm. um, what would be the best advice you would give to a startup entrepreneur or somebody who? Who doesn't necessarily know how to maintain um, staying focused or working on the dream, like with the plan A, plan B thing? Somebody who doesn't know how to do it, would you say that writing it down? Absolutely. I think a couple of things. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, but if you're an entrepreneur just starting out, you haven't started your business yet, or you have and you are lost every day, every single day. You need to want to write down your goals. Even if you already have them written somewhere and you see them, write them down. Mm -hmm. Write them down and, and say it to yourself as you're writing them down. Then you need to focus on why. Mm -hmm. What is your why? Write that down. If your why, I'll give you example. One of my whys is that I want to buy my parents a house. They've had a house. They've <clears throat> lost the house, but I feel like... My mom works so hard and that she deserves it. So if you look in any of my notebooks, you look on any of my lists, you're going to see that. That that is one of my reasons why. Why I have to continue to do what I'm doing because I want to buy her a house and not buy her a house that she has to pay a mortgage on. I'm going to buy her a house and say, here, sure, she yes. has the title. Mm -hmm. it, it's completely yours. So focus on your why. Write your goals down every day. And figure out, make a plan. Truly make a plan. I went into business blindly the first time. Mm -hmm. This time around, especially with being a realtor, there is a plan in place. I know what I need to do every day, how many people I need to talk to every, every day. single day to get the goal that I want to, to get to as far as income every month. Mm -hmm. And if I do X, Y, and Z, then at the end of the year, I'll make this. I have an absolute Plan. Make a plan 
and stick to it. Mm -hmm. And if what you initially put and wrote down didn't work out, then you need to say, okay, you take that pen, you put an X by that instead of that, then I need to do this. Make a plan. Look at it every day. And the next thing and the last thing, make a schedule. Mm -hmm. In real estate, you'll hear a lot of times that people say, if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. If you don't write it down, if you don't put it on your calendar, it doesn't exist. Make a schedule and stick to it. Mm -hmm. That's the way that you stay focused because you know exactly what you need to do and those are the things you do. And then you make little inserts for things that were unexpected. You make little time pockets for those. But make a schedule. So write your goals, focus on your why, plan, and keep a schedule. And you'll be successful. That's great. And I believe that. I, I truly yeah. believe in the writing it down, making it plain. Absolutely. But most recently, I've started doing the short-term and long-term goals. Weekly, Absolutely. I'll write down short-term goals for the week and then whatever long-term goals may have came up since the last time I wrote down. But that has helped me tremendously to do more in my day. And Absolutely. So it, it encourages you to do more when you see, oh, I did I all did of that. that. I did that. I did that. And before, I used to always say, oh, I ain't got enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do that. But then when you start writing it down and you actually start crossing things off, you're mm -hmm. like, what was I doing? Making excuses? Making excuses for no reason oh, whatsoever. Just And I'm a procrastinator. That's what I do. So. <laughs> It's the devil. It's horrible. <laughs> but I think that everybody is kind of like a, a procrastinator, but we have to get over that. Right. We have to fight through it. And this is how you do that. You make a plan, you stick yes. to it. Yes. So is there anything else that you would like to leave somebody with who is either thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or some a struggling entrepreneur? Since you've been doing it for so long, I think that you would be the perfect person to be able to give some advice. And you've had the ups and the downs, so... Um, <clears throat> take yourself seriously. If you don't take you seriously, nobody else will. Respect your craft. Treat your business just like that, like a business. Mm -hmm. If you respect your business, then other people will respect you. They'll yes. respect your time. They'll respect your gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. So you treat people how to treat you. Yes. So take yourself and take your business seriously and other people will follow suit. I agree. And I and I also would add to that protect your brand. Oh, absolutely. Protect your brand. I would definitely say that. And I always tell people that like, you know, what you do <clears throat> for the world to see for your business, make sure that it's it's in you know, it has some sort of integrity integrity because mm -hmm. I can't talk. <laughs> but make sure to protect your brand all the time. So yeah. Thank you, Anitra oh, Mayer. You're more than welcome. I enjoyed this. You know, I like to talk. So <laughs> this is right up my alley. I enjoyed it too. But the next time you come on a podcast, it's going to be like a girl talk. And we're going to talk about love and all this other kind of stuff. We're oh, going to have Lord. drinks. We're going to have some drinks in our system. Ooh, so. so, what are the people going to hear? What are they going to hear? Nobody knows. <laughs> all right. P.S. I want to speak on the why, knowing your why. When you are focused on a dream or a vision and you have your why and what you're working towards, don't forget to still enjoy life. Live and let live. Enjoy the journey is what I always like to say. Because no matter where you are in life, no, there's always going to be another point that you want to get to. There's always going to be another level that you're trying to reach. But in the midst of getting to those levels, 
make sure that you are enjoying the journey, enjoying the, the steps that you've had to take to get there. Enjoy the road that you had to take to get to that location. Take the scenic route. And even if you're not taking the scenic route by choice, make sure to enjoy the views. You know, keep your eye on the prize, but also pay attention to those things that that are surrounding you. Make sure that you are enjoying the journey. Make sure that you are being mindful of the people who are there with you, who have been there with you, who are helping you to get to your why. Make sure that you are just a very aware person in that moment. No matter what you may be going through, if it's a weight change, if it's a job change, if it's a relationship change, whatever it is, make sure that you are enjoying the journey and that you're being mindful of the people around you. Because we can get tunnel vision and just step on everybody in our path. Now, while that demeanor is good for certain situations, it may not be good for all situations. Now, if there are people in your path and they're saying, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Yes, step on those people and show them what you can do. But if there are people who are genuinely there for you, genuinely concerned and helping you, um, stepping on them to get to your dreams is not beneficial. It's never a good thing because, of course, then you have karma. And in the example that we use from the movie Acrimony with the man and the battery and him just having that tunnel vision for that battery, which it did pay off in the end. But look at what he hurt and look at who he hurt and what he lost in the process. And um, so I just wanted to reiterate, you know, just be mindful of where you are in life. Enjoy your journey and enjoy every moment because life is short and it time passes by extremely fast. So you want to make sure that while you do have that tunnel vision and that you are focused on that dream and that goal, that you're still living and smelling the roses and and taking deep breaths and just enjoying life in the process. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.